What's up, world? It's your boy, the Vader Brother, and I'm back. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Beater Brother. Back at it again with another episode of the Beater Tastings. And I got a very special set of guests here. They make their own wine. They missed out on their early opportunity to buy an apartment downtown. But I think they made a good choice in creating wine. This is the owners of Twisted Sisters Wine here in Nashville. Black woman-owned winery here. And enough hearing from me. How you ladies doing? Introduce yourselves. So let's. So I'm Christy. Okay. Um, I'm co-founder of Christy Sisters and also the chief marketing officer. It's a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Who we have here? Ogechi Anton, CEO of Twisted Sisters. Okay. And Twisted Sisters kind of just did it start out the blue or like was this kind of just something you always wanted to do well we all met up in my salon i also have a natural hair salon okay and all of us uh, well all of them used to come to me to get their hair done and so that's kind of how it all formed us getting together you know me doing their hair we love to drink we love to hang out okay and what was that moment you realized that, like, oh, I need to work with these ladies beyond just doing their hair? Um, they were always, like, all of them were always cool. So it was easy, an easy transition, you know, because we hung out a whole lot. So it was just something easy for me to decide to work. Gotcha, gotcha. And, like, okay, so how's this book journey been for you um, doing this wine thing and kind of just putting everything you got into it? in the return. How's that journey been for you? Yeah, it's been a um, really good journey. Like Christy said, the four of us um, will always travel together, hang out, drink together, and we started calling ourselves and even um, using the name Twisted Sisters before we ever thought about doing a business together. So just our energy being like true sisters and hanging out. And the thing too, like you um, talk about like on our bottle, we were always surprised that we were different um, zodiac elements. So we could get along together even though we were different zodiac elements. And then from there, just organically, you know, came into, well, let's start a business together. But originally, it was really just us wanting to kind of brand the Twisted Sisters and get a tattoo, and all four of us have a tattoo. And it really oh, wow. started with a tattoo and just kind of grew from there. <laughs> hey, you're creating a very wonderful brand that is not only just for show, but it's actually very quality products. And I wanted to ask about the Zodiac. I know that's very much highlighted y'all's about y'all section on the website. Um, how does how much does Zodiac sign affect business decisions when it comes to moving the brand one way or the other? And just like friends personally, because I'm not a huge Zodiac guy. I understand that it, I understand the power and the belief people have in it, but like, I that's not how I operate. So like, yeah. how's that been adding that into building 
the Twisted Sister brand? Well, we like that um, with each of the different elements, you can mirror those elements to different notes in the wine. So even with the way that we said, you know, water, uh, flowing, air, aromatic, uh, fire, spicy, earth grounded, that we wanted to say those are the notes that typically are described with wine. So we felt there was a really good correlation between the attributes of the different zodiac signs and wine itself. So okay. we're like, why don't we play on that? And that's how that kind of just grew from that. Okay, oh, that's awesome. I love that because you don't really see that in wine or in beer or anything like that, like with zodiac signs or relaying off people, relying, excuse me, on people's um, energy and all that. So I think that's really cool. And you're able to translate it. You're like, oh, well, water is flowing, so this is wine flow, so therefore, boom, we got that. And so... Um, and we also wanted it to be a conversation piece, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, asking other people, other wine lovers, like, what's your sign, and then you guys start the conversation from there, you know, right there. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I don't know if you noticed, but what we do, um, to start off, we do custom Zodiac bottles that are limited edition. Oh, wow. So we have, like, a Pisces bottle, Leo bottle, Aquarius bottle, so two... A lot of people like to celebrate their birthdays, right? So being able to go out and purchase a custom limited edition Zodiac bottle also speaks to the consumer. Okay. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And um, kind of going from like the Zodiac sign and creating opportunities for yourselves. Like I know in y'all story, you guys wanted to start your business somewhere else. How do you guys go from starting, missing out on buying an apartment downtown to wine? What was, how'd y'all like get there? You're like, well, we ain't get this building, so I guess we do wine? Or it was like, how many steps did it take for you to get to building? It was just a matter of just brainstorming and then okay. the kind of pushing us to do something different. Because we love a drink. Every time we got together, we would have a good time drinking and partying and stuff. So, um, the first mention outside of the downtown condo uh, was a wine library. I'm thinking about that. It was too much red tape. And then she said something about, what about wine? Period. So, her connection kind of got us started with wine bread. Okay. Oh, uh, wonderful. But, of course, you guys are on a beer podcast. And... Yes. It just would not make sense for us to not drink beer on this episode. I'm sorry, so, I've already been sipping. Uh, I saw you. That's why. That's what you uh, made remind me of. Oh yeah. So the first one is a sour. Um, so it's going to be a little tart. It's called Doctor Robot. So it's a blackberry lemon sour. So it's going to be a little tang, but nothing to me. This is strictly me. It's like I don't think it's too overpowering. But sours can really be. I give you that, like, make you puff your lips and kind of ruin your experience when it comes to sour beers, which happened to me on my track of learning and understanding beer. But, like, this one is a very good one. Um, yeah, that's very good. Love the color. Dr. Robot. And you can taste the beer. Oh, yeah. Like, the blackberry is very on the front end. Like, lemon kind of hangs around. It just lets you know it's there, but it's not overpowering. Not trying to talk over anybody, but... So in beer, or right, so with wine, they have like ways that you 
smell the wine, taste mm -hmm. the wine, smell it. What about beer? It's pretty much the exact same thing. That's the crazy part. Like a lot of people don't know that. They're like, oh, I'll just chug it in and just be drunk out there. I'm like, no, it's, it can be classy when you want it to be classy. It's just been, you know how society works. <laughs> you black in America, you know how society views us. That's how they do beer. It's just like, oh, you just get drunk. You're at a college party. Natty Light and Bud Light. It's like, no, you do the same thing. You can get the beer, get a good whip. Because sometimes the aroma will throw you off. You think you're smelling blackberries, but then you drink and it tastes mostly like lemon. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. And so it's just kind of just the brewing process and how much you put of each ingredient in there that will, and where you put it in will make a difference. If you put something later, you might not get full flavor, but you get a lot of aroma or vice versa. And so it's pretty much the same thing. You can swirl it around, give a few smells. Take your sip and just kind of like. And this is called what? Which one is this? Dr. This is a Dr. Robot. Dr. Robot. And so, like, I call it the three sip rule. When you're uh, like trying a beer you never tried before, first sip, let the shop wash over you a little bit. You're like, oh, it's like this. And that second one, you start to taste additional flavors if they're there. And the third one's like, okay, right. I like this beer, or like, this one might not be. It gives you a fair shake at um, deciding if you want to like it or not. Because some people get shocked by it and be like, oh, I don't like that beer. Yeah. But like, it happens all the time. Yeah. Even in wine, probably. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I don't like cabs. Oh, yeah. oh hell no. Yeah. Like, and then like two years later, you're like, oh, right. caps are kind of good. Right, right. <laughs> you become I'm yeah. And so, um, and kind of speaking, I'm just like, Kind of like that shock getting into the space. Was there like a culture shock when it came to like beer? Or like, oh, I mean, I said beer. I mean, wine. And you like, you kind of stepped in the space. You kind of like felt comfortable. You're like, oh, whoa, this is way wider than I thought. Or to me, it was different because I'm coming from the salon side of business. So I have a small salon setting with. My client, so it's more of an intimate relationship that I feel with them. So when he stepped out in the wine game, it was like, it was a lot. Um, so just learning how to kind of follow in Ogechi's footsteps and communicate you know, to people and what about you how was that like moment you stepped in that space yeah i think um like a lot of spaces so even from a corporate uh background i was in the wireless industry and the industry was pretty much you knew everybody right and I feel like the spirit industry is also very relationship-based. So I think anytime you're in a niche, it's going to be very relationship-based where you're not just going to go up to someone and say, hey, I have a wine brand. Will you pick me up? Or will you vineyard allow me to contract manufacturer with you? You know, so a lot of these things are very relationship-based. So having the right relationships in place. So even, you know, even though we had started working and talking about the wine like in 2016 and 17, at the same time, parallel, other people are working on like whiskeys and other spirits. 
So, unbeknownst to us, my uh, really good friend Jason had been working on Guidance Whiskey. Shout out Jason and Guidance. Yes. And when uh, we were, I was at his house like in 2018, he was like, hey, I'm ready to launch this. I'm like, wow, we've been working on a wine. You know, who wow. knew? And I was telling him that we were having a lot of challenges really getting a vineyard that we could collaborate with. And he was able to introduce us to now our wine broker, Stacy. And she was able to help us find a vineyard that would be open to collaborating with us, especially being a startup. Because with supply chain, I understand, and you know, my background in supply chain, anytime you go to someone, they want you to order a minimum order quantity, or it's a waste of their time. So being able to go and say, hey, we can't immediately order five pallets. How can we get started as we build our brand, build our business? So over the past three years, it's been very like small growth for us. Okay. So even if you compare us to like Uncle Nearest, who started about five years ago, and they're like global right now, you know, just from us not having the capital resources or the time from a bandwidth perspective, like we had to slowly grow over time. And our goal is to, you know, expand across the U.S. and globally, but we understand that it's going to take more funding and it's going to take a team because right now it's just Christy and I. So, you know, I would say that the industry, I don't necessarily say, hey, it's not for women or veteran or, you know, minority. However, what it is, is it's very relationship-based, and right now it's majority white male, right? Yep. So that's uh, just the reality of it. <laughs> I know that space. Yeah. As you can see, we're sitting at uh, Monday Night Brewery. Yeah. Uh, just in case uh, anybody can't read the sign in the back. We're at Monday yeah. Night Brewing here in Nashville. They are not a um, Nashville-based brewery. Mm -hmm. They're based out of Atlanta. This is just like the satellite tap room they yep. have located up here. Um, they do a lot of sales and things like that up here. And so, um, but yeah, so it's just, that's super interesting. It sounds like almost identical kind of yeah. issues and things like that. It's about um, knowing the right people. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not what you know, it's like who, it's who yes, you know. Yes. For sure. Especially and, with money, sales, yes. marketing, everything. All that stuff. So, but what's going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm kind of famous out here. I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to do a little something. I'm trying to be like Twisted Sisters when I grow up out here in the street. Um, I noticed um, just like looking up you guys' story, um, there was four of y'all. Um, and I'm speaking with two. It's like, what's the story behind the other two ladies of Twisted Sisters? Shayla um, is our Virgo on our bottle. It's the second one from the uh, left. She got the orange. There. Yeah. Okay. Um, she passed away in 2020. Oh no! Sorry about um, Yeah, she passed away in 2020. What we were very fortunate about is that she was able to see the pain so um, And so she, right, she was able to go to some of the tastings and connect with some of the people. Because that's, when we show up for tastings, we show, show up our true authentic selves. Oh, yeah. So sure. um, she was able to do some of that with us. And Lakenya is going to play on the end. She stepped away to be a full-time mom. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I love that. Y'all two just doing the damn thing doing right here. Thing. 
Uh, that's, that's awesome. And I am sorry to hear about Shayla. Um, Thank you. Shout out to her. I know she would love what you guys are doing. Yes. I've been watching y'all's story yes. and just keeping up with you guys. And, and her estate is still part of the yes. business. Yes. Uh, that's even better. Yes. You know, some places like, oh, we got to move on. And I love that you guys are still trying to work with her estate, her family, things like that. I know she has a son that's 16. Does, has he expressed any interest in Twisted Sisters or like wine? I know he's no. only 16. I'm not no, not in terms of drinking, but like business-wise. No, no, no. Okay. He's, he's a true 16-year-old. <laughs> you know, it's his friends and girls, so now he hasn't expressed any interest. Oh, man. So, <laughs> hey, it's like that sometimes. But um, always in our community, we, you know we always got to drink to the homies. You know, yeah. I want that brings us to our next meal, which is called Blind Pirate. It's a blood orange IPA. So it's going to be a little sweet, has that blood orange kind of taste to it, with a little bit of hockiness, which just means it's just going to be a little bit better, but nothing overpowering or anything like that. Um, so this little joint right here. Priscilla. Omar. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, it's very refreshing. I like that. It's a very like as we're transitioning to the warmer weather, this is like the perfect you to have poolside or anything very, like a day party. Yeah, so it's perfect balance of like sweet, hoppy, a little bit of that maltiness in there you can taste a little bit, but nothing too overpowering. Um and I'm looking at the bottle and I see the four ladies in dress dress in different colors. Are those colors of the signs? So, I'm the first one. Okay. I'm Pisces. I so, see. let's see. Um, Shayla, the Virgo. Okay. So, let's grab. And then, okay, she was a Leo, fire, red. Okay. And then, the Pinyas are Aquarius, air. So, that's the light of us. Okay. So, each color represents Shayla. Okay. And looking at you guys' wine, we have the red wine blend. Is this the only variety or bridal? Um, I know it's called Styles and Beer, but I don't know why that well. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> is this the only bridal you guys have? No, we have a Moscato and we have just a tradition bread. Okay, okay. Um, so this one was aged in bourbon barrels. Ooh, okay. Oh, I just see that right now on the can, on the bottle right here. And you already got my attention. Anything bourbon barrels, <laughs> I love it, and I'm. I'm always going to look at that first before anything. <laughs> have you tried it yet? I had. I've actually had this one. Okay, so I do very much enjoy this. Um, I, if I can, I try to make it the tastings. Uh, I used to live right next to that uh, black-owned liquor store up in Hermitage. Priest Point. Priest Point. Yeah, I used to live like five minutes from there. So I would try to catch y'all if, if I was able to. And I picked some of you guys' stuff up there. I haven't... I, Feel like I had the white, but I can't remember. <laughs> so, um, and kind of just talking about like getting y'all's brand out there. Um, what are y'all like, like most useful like vehicles to get brands out there? I know y'all do a lot of tastings. How do you guys pick your tasting locations and so you can get the biggest bang for your buck? Our tasting locations are based on um, the stores that carry us. Okay. Um, 
So we do free tastings and we try to do to the location that we're at, you know, to get more people, you know, aware of what we have and our brand. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking that's And being blind, mostly being white men, and trying to diversify that space, um, I've, have you seen, at least the Nashville scene kind of changed with their respects to wine since you guys, before you guys entered the game and after you guys entered the game? Knowing that we have a local black owned spot here. And That's really, I'm not, it's hard for me to measure that, honestly. Like, I'm not really able to say there, if we've driven a difference in the market, you know, before or after. Um, I know that probably some people who may not necessarily buy wine a lot because we are minority women and veteran owned. They're open to trying and tasting the wine, and surprisingly, okay. when they taste it, they'll like it. Oh, you know. Yeah. So, but to say, say I can quantify that before or after, I don't know. That's mentioned that you are veteran owned. Are you both veterans or one? I was in the Navy. Okay. Like I, 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 I can handle personally myself. So, shout out to you and thank you for your service very much. Um, and being veteran owned, like. And being a veteran, how has that like kind of affected Twisted Sisters? How do you put your life as a Navy woman into this bottle, into the brand? It kind of has opened a few doors for us. Um, really? We're on base in Clarksville. Oh, okay. So, um, it's opened a few doors for us with us saying that it is better because of my background. So, yeah. Okay. And um, so, like, being able to have, like, that doors like what kind of doors have that opened up for you guys in terms of like networking have you been able to get in front of like people you felt like you never could have before i think both networking and people just recognizing oh okay so it's not just like working on it's also better so a lot okay. of people do reach out to us based off of the better status okay well, that's awesome and i felt like twisted sisters from both y'all build your voices in the black community being able to bring people not only into wine, uh, but also just like bringing the community together and being able to be a resource and like kind of just a beacon of hope for Yeah, well, I think that um, more people want to be intentional about their dollars and how they're spending their dollars. Um, so, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, the show that Killer Mike did where um, he was, yeah, yeah you oh, know, what's the was, name of that show? Trigger Warning. Yeah, yes. and he really wanted to spend his dollars, you know, in a um, black community, and it was very difficult because there wasn't a lot of black-owned brands, and there wasn't a lot of black-owned brands that you could take all the way back to raw sourcing, right? So, I feel like what we're doing now is, even though our entire supply chain is not black on, we are a black and woman and minority on brand and veteran on brand that people, if they want to be intentional with their dollars, they can. So they can know that, hey, I'm spending my money here and it's translating to this community. And then that what's going to help with that is over time, it's going to allow us to do the same thing, you know, by hiring minority women on 
support teams, all of those sort of things, making sure that our supply chain reflects what we are. And then that helps us to really grow and continue to change what we want to see as a community. You know, otherwise, we'll continue to see the same thing. And I always say, you know, with Christy, with us being at the Nashville airport was huge for us getting to the Tennessee Tribune. And that was only because Ms. Rosetta Perry, you know, being minority woman-owned newspaper that got a store there and was being intentional and saying, hey, I want minority-owned brands in this store. You know, so all of us have a part to play. We want to really see that change where our dollars are circulating within the community and helping us to grow because nobody wants it just to be given to them, but we do need an opportunity to even be there, to be on the shelf, yeah. to be sold, right. you know, and that's why I think that we are, you know, part of that community, and I don't think it's just by happen chance that here in Tennessee, literally five years ago, it became this this creation of minority-owned brands, so you have Uncle Nearest, you have Goddess Whiskey, you have Swiss Sisters, and right behind those three, we have four other Tennessee-owned minority brands, so right here in Tennessee, we have seven minority-owned brands that a lot of people don't know about, but that's helping to catapult what we want to see of change. You know, who cares about you complaining if you're not going to do something about it? Get up and do something about it. I love that, like, just get up and do something about it, for sure. Um, and going to, like, brands in there, there's a couple of black breweries in Tennessee, not Nashville yet. Hopefully that'll change soon, whether it's me or someone else. But like Bill Street out in Memphis. Okay. You got Ebony and Ivory out of Knoxville. And so just being able to see that growth here in Tennessee yeah. has been incredible and just a beautiful thing to see. It's just because we're going beyond the traditional things you see black people in. You don't see them in sports, you don't see them in music or anything like that. Yeah. Falls. Well, yeah, and wine, beer, and things like that, and being able to like have that, like, how can Twisted Sisters begin sparking a movement that can? What are your plans? Do you guys want to be the catalyst for a movement, or you just want to be an addition to the movement? Um, is that something you guys talked about, or like? Yeah, we want to be a part of it. So, like, even with the seven, all we formed an association here in Tennessee called the Tennessee Minority Owned Wine and Spirits Association. Okay. So, utilizing that association to do what other associations do, right? To change laws, to have buying power, to go in and say, if you don't care, there's one hand, you don't care any of us, right? Right. So, being able to change what you want to see by having that power, that's how lobbyists do it, right? right. So, doing it the smart way. Legal way that everybody else does it. The big players. Oh yeah, the big dogs. You got a big example to other women in my party. Um, want to start their because it's hard. It's very hard. Oh yeah. I would like to be the ones that pay the way. Okay, and just kind of be like a resource and kind of roadmap. Like this is what you want to do here. This is not what you want to do. Here. Well, going back to that association, having something that's a structure thing, right? Right. Because a lot of times people say they want to do something, but they don't really want to do it. Right. <laughs> right. So having something that now here's a here's a path. If you're really committed to doing something, here's the path you take. And you follow this checklist and you go and you do this so that you can create that pipeline 
of people, even if someone wants to be a brewer, a distiller, yes. a vintner, whatever, right? Just, just you know, versus somebody just doing off the side of their hip. Like, really putting a program in place. Oh, yeah, for That's sure. what an association will do. Okay, uh, that's awesome. You mentioned vintner. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know big words. So, uh, so kind of, since so I don't know what that means, that's the equivalent watch your mouth. A brewer for, for <laughs> oh, wine. wine. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that, that's more you know. I really didn't know that. So, um, and you guys talk about um, doing contract uh, manufacturing. Um, how's that? What does that look like in wine? Like, is it just you put all your wine someday and then pick it up later? Or. Yeah, it's just like if you were uh, identifying a manufacturer to make a t-shirt, right? You go and you look through your supplier selection. You understand that that's the right fit in terms of, you know, everything. Their relationship, their payment terms, their lead time, their service level agreements. And then create a contract with them to say, hey, we're looking to, you know, enter this relationship with you. So I treat everything just like... People try sometimes to me make it seem like it's different, but it's anything that you're going to manufacture in the world. And if you're okay. going to find a manufacturer, here's a checklist of things that you need to do. Get your contract in place, and then start saying, "Here's the here's the recipe we want to go with. Here's the the way that we want to do it. You know, sample it, taste it, and then even before you do a full product launch, do a safe launch to make sure everything's going to be right." So the label on the bottle, the verbiage, the quality inspection, all of those things. And then once you feel confident in your product, do a full product launch on it. And then it's up to you to handle everything else which goes into place, right? So in this industry, you have the federal, the state, you know, so getting all your regulation and permits in place and that sort of thing so that you can import and wholesale your product. Okay. Um, oh, that's, that's interesting. I never... News, like kind of like that in depth when it comes to um and you said there's a checklist of finding a manufacturer what are some things on that checklist you guys had and some things you wish you had at the beginning well it's everything that i just was mentioning you know so understanding you know their lead time understanding their capacity understanding uh, what kind of payment terms would they be willing to negotiate with you it's all those things your supplier selection so like my other business is supply chain gotcha. so if you ever want to you know full in-depth like analysis of selecting the right supplier you know it's a it's a gamut of things because that product quality is serious especially something that's being adjusted in someone's body so do they have certifications in place so good manufacturing right. iso certification it's a laundry list of things what have been some of the challenges y'all like y'all ran into, but like no one else has ran into, y'all being a black woman owned. I think it's the lack of capital because we're bootstrapping, so everything is coming out of us. And we have multiple businesses, so that's another thing. Finding the time to do that could be a challenge as well. Yeah, because a lot of times people. This is all they do. So there are some people that we talk to in the industry, and they only are focusing on their spirit, right? But because of us bootstrapping and it being a startup, her business is the one that pays her bills, her salon business. My supply chain business is the one that pays my bills. 
Twisted Sisters is not currently paying us. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people think you can create a brand and you profit from it. No. It takes <laughs> right. Time. It takes a lot <laughs> a of work. Learn that the hard yeah. way with other businesses that I had in the past. Yeah. I was going to do the damn thing. Yeah. sweatshirts. Yeah. Yeah. sweatshirts are still looking at <laughs> me dead in my face. Now, I was four or five years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, yeah. What, what you going to do? Yep. Where are we going? Yes. I'm still trying to figure it out, y'all. Like, right. I'm trying to get get over my ego or the fact that I thought I was doing something yeah. and it fell flat. I was like, oh, this is going to go viral. This is going to hit. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Still got half my inventory five years ago. <laughs> so, it's so true. It's so true. Well, what was that moment for Twisted where you're like, oh, this is it's still, I know you guys say it's not paying you, but like, what was the sign? You're like, oh, we gotta keep going with this. Like, this is something legit. We can't put this down. This is not something you're like, oh, well, it didn't work. Find something else. For for me, it's uh, Shayla. It's the fact that Shayla wanted us to start a business together. Okay. And it's the fact that she was able to see it, even though she passed, and the fact that her real, her estate is still a part of it. So for me. That's what my why is. My why is for her. Okay. And I'm take it back off your questions. Like, what is your why behind working Shayla, with this? Shayla. Okay. Miss um, Shayla is my daughter. It's my granddaughter. It's my granny. But um, I just want them to see. I'm trying to tell you, I want them to see how two women can come together and create something that. Um, so pushing through like there are days when we're frustrated with everything and everybody yeah. but our reason is Shayla oh, that's awesome shout out again to Shayla for sure um, being able to help you guys see the amazing brand that you are creating and will continue to create I always say businesses and brands are never finished yeah. they're always being created and continue to be created as you pivot and you change your voice and things like that. And I wanted to go into changing your voice. It's like when people talk about Twisted Sisters outside of talking to you guys, what do you hope those conversations are about when it comes to Twisted Sisters? This is just like, oh, they make good wine. They're That's relatable. It. They're okay. I mean, they're cute. <laughs> they fine. They are all of that. Like, you heard really, it here first, y'all. We're very approachable. <laughs> I mean, um, if people want to, you know, just talk to us about the notices that's in our lives or, you know, how we got started. You know, we are very approachable. Yeah. So that's how we we want to continue to be just our true authentic Okay. And even our um, one of our mantras is hashtag stay twisted. So we love, I mean, I know definitely, like, I love being around people, partying and having a good time. And that's how I want people to feel when they drink our wine, that they feel like it's a bottle of fun and a, and a glass full of fun or a bottle full of fun when they drink it and they want to have a good time, which is why we even want to make sure that. It's not hard to open. You can open it with your hand. You don't need no no tools to open our wine. Right. Bottle opener, exactly. no. 
We always exactly. trying to show how you can make cocktails <laughs> around wine. Ooh. If you want to pour it in some coffee, pour it in some coffee. Do what you want. Just have a good time. Is it coffee taste? Yeah. You try to tell people something's up out here. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you. I had to make sure. Because that was the four of us. We just wanted to have a good time. Okay. Period. It wasn't about anything else. It was about partying and having a good time with your friends. Okay, perfect, perfect. The coffee thing is interesting. Has intrigued me. I've never heard wine and coffee together. Oh, yeah. What kind of blend of coffee do you need to mix with your with your wine or mix your wine with your coffee? Whichever one it is. Once again, whatever kind that you okay. want. Oh, I like yeah. the versatility. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, and being able to be creative like that. Um, and being able to not only just be wine, but it's a cocktail mixer. Like, and things like that, or like a floater. I know a lot of wines use as floaters and things like that. Um, and just kind of create like a level of softness in in your drink and prettiness. And speaking of softy, I want to go to our next beer, which is a big softy, which is American uh, wheat beer. So it's going to be kind of bready, nothing crazy. It's going to be refreshing. <laughs> She's already halfway through. <laughs> yeah, little stitches on there. Oh, like, a lot of we just have like a orange, orangey, orange peel kind of taste to it. You kind of smell it in the aroma a little bit. Um, Maybe the bearded brother works off of when it comes to beer is being able to have those difficult conversations. And some of the best conversations you have is usually a drink in your hand. Whether you are very drunk 2 in the morning or it's 8 p.m. Yeah, you start to feel good and you, you open up, you open those like kind of candid questions. Um, but in terms of like creating change, creating diversity, um, and being able to have wine in your hand, like how do you want Twisted Sisters to be able to be that aid of change. And when people are like, how do, how is Twisted creating change in the community? What is something you tell them and kind of what you see Twisted Sisters doing when it comes to building a voice and building, building that in the black community? Yeah. So we selected a few nonprofits um, okay. that we donate to. Um, for February, uh, we donated a dollar for every bottle sold to Tennessee State University. Love it. Their alumni program. Um, also, another one of our nonprofits is Hydrate the Hood. So they're focused on yes. yeah, providing um, not only healthy alkaline water, but education to kids that are in food deserts, you know, yes. where a lot of times they're just hyped on sugar and no vegetables and soda, you know. All those food deserts and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, so, you know, really beginning to drive change in the community. So even though we are a spirit brand, understanding that give back is an important thing to us and continuing to do that. Eventually, we would like to form a nonprofit um, okay. that we have, too, that really kind of honors, especially what we talked about with Shayla at the end of the day. Okay, um, and like, what was Shayla's role? Like, a lot, Shayla has come a, a lot in the conversation. What was her space? I right there. Right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she was the 
She's our brand ambassador. She told me to ask y'all that. <laughs> <laughs> She's our brand ambassador. Okay. Shayla's personality, she was so bubbly, so fun to be around. So she would just interact with any and everybody. So she was like the brand ambassador. She kind of created content for us and, and kind of, you know, made to Okay. And with her, how do you guys, outside of just the models and the logos, how do you, in creating content, how do you kind of keep the spirit of her and the content you create and the information you put out there. Like, what are some things you have done to be like, oh, shit, we love this filter. We're going to use this filter. Like, just really, like I said earlier, staying true to ourselves because we knew what she meant to us. Um, she was my best friend for like 16 years. Oh, wow. So, um, we were like, we were different, but we were more of the same. I got you. Yeah. So I know what she was doing, you know, prior to her. She knew how her brain yeah, worked and brain knew what made her tick and knew yeah. what, what should and shouldn't be put out there. Just keep that in the back of my mind. Okay. And perfect, perfect. Hopefully one of my listeners or viewers sees this and want to be a ambassador and want to reach out to you guys. What are some things you gotta have in a future ambassador, brand ambassador to be like, oh, that's Twisted Sister material right there. Or like, you cannot be timid, shy. You, you have to be ready to open your mouth, <laughs> laugh, talk, twerk on the handstand and it moves you. Like, you gotta be free. You can't be stiff and like, I'm scared. Like, no, that's not us. Okay. okay. That's so not our energy. All y'all heard that. And viewers at home, um, make sure you bubbly. You can throw some cheeks out here. Because if you can't do that, you ain't getting high. Right, right. You've been look, warned. They look, said it. You've been warned. It's on the job description. <laughs> so you can't apply and then be surprised when you're like, no, it's a wall twerk. No. You, you can't be shook. Right, all right? No. You better shake some. love colors. All kind of wild I mean, piercing. Like, yeah. Okay. I, I, I pierce everything. Like. I'm not a piercing guy, but I love it all the people. It's just not for me. But I'm a tattoo guy, so I'm always I'm, I'm a big fan. I got a few myself, so I'm very much with that. Uh, and that's that has that been something you guys have been actively looking for, or are y'all just kind of just not necessarily okay? Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And we have a tasting team, and they do bring on like more people to do the tastings. Uh, so Jasmine Derry of Twisted Courts, she manages all of our tastings at the liquor store, and she has a good team. We, you know, work with her to align her people with, you know, our personalities. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. No, I know. Lo- I love that. Um, Unfortunately, I cannot twerk on a handstand on the wall, so I'm pretty sure. Look, as long as you got energy, 
one of the greatest strengths that people can have is knowing your weaknesses. Yeah. I know that's one of my weaknesses. Yeah. So, you know how I appreciate it. You know how it's hard, but as long as you got energy to give it, whatever you got, whatever you got, Kramer. Yeah, good old college try. I, I'm going to see what yeah, I can do. I'm as long a, as you know. I'm a little out of shape, so I don't know how I can be upside down too long. Yeah. Uh. As long as you're not on, on the wall in the corner hiding. Oh, no. No, that's definitely not. Me. It's, it's, you got to be just as outrageous. Um, for the most part, and being able to be like, like yeah. you say, y'all think I've seen so. some wild pictures you posted. So I, I, I know it's no, I, I can be out. I have my moments for sure. <laughs> just, you know, like Andre 3000 says, sometimes I have a lot of things to say. So I'm going to put this crazy picture out and over there's all the speaking for. Sometimes it doesn't. So, but, you know, but yeah, like, kind of just talking about this is like, being able to have be out there. Is there moments where you're just like, is there any regrets of having to be having to be out there? Is that how you guys are? Or you feel like that's how you differentiate yourself from other wine brands? I think it differentiates us from the other brands um, because we go to our own tastes. You know, sometimes. We other people don't even know who the owners are. Right. But we as owners, we try to be, like I said, very intentional. We show up to the tasting. We get people kind of acclimated with our brand. And, you know, introduce ourselves and tell them how we love the Nashville. This is our product. Better and all. You know, just get the word out there. So. Okay. Okay, definitely. Um. I had to take a little quick sip right there. Um, I do want, before we wrap up, I always um, have a selection in my show called Cheers. Or Cheers to You. Where I, if it's virtually or in person, I always tell it to your face. It's just giving you your cheers. Whether you never, if you never hear it again, the bitter brother believes it. And we'll tell you this every time. It's like, cheers to you guys because you are doing such a beautiful thing in the Nashville community as beautiful black women, smart black women, and black women that want to see success in a genuine space. I love what Twisted Sisters is doing. I love what you're doing for Shayla and her legacy and making sure she sees his legacy through and her family sees this and see what she's been working on and taking so much pride in it. And you guys create a good product. It's just not a product that's like, oh, it's black on, so I got to support it. It's like, right. no, it's a good product and they just don't have it to be black on. Right. I love that kind of like approach and mindset to everything. Right. And um, you guys are wonderful people. I've, I've get you. You're good friends of my wonderful fiance, Ashley, and things like that. And are so good to her and so nice to her, just down to earth. Both of you guys are. You're just, you're here in the moment. You're not trying to get on to the next thing. Y'all here, y'all trying to create something. You try to create a brand, create a voice, and create an alleyway for other black women coming to this space. And um, I love you guys for that, and I appreciate you guys for that. Which leads me to one more question. It's just like, how has that been being like a 
mentor for black women? How's that picked up for you? And how do you um, continue that legacy for black women that want to get into wine? How do you guys make sure black women make to the next step from thought to product? Like, how do you guys? Yeah, I think it goes back to that Tennessee Minority Owned Wine and Spirit Association, you know, giving them something that's a true path that they can follow, that's structured, you know. Okay. Because, I mean, I could always mentor a female in anything. Chrissy could mentor a female in anything as well. But, you know, if you're really trying to say, no, I'm here to accomplish something, you know, here's something that we're creating that they can actually follow and implement. You know, even like us, you know, of course we're experienced as far as our individual expertise, but we're still learning every day. You know, we're still like joining, yeah, cohorts and groups to continue to understand how to grow our brand and be successful in the industry. So it's almost like, at times I hate to say it, but it's that description of you're building a plane while you're flying it, right? So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, that's why I think it's better to have that association because now that's a group of people that can support those individuals who need that support and mentorship. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, I'm always down for defeating my enemies and make sure my enemies cry. So I always, every time I come to Monday night, I always got to enjoy the tears of my enemy, which is the name of this last beer. It's a rum barrel aged stout. Okay. So it's. Oh yeah, it's it's got a lot of weight to it. So like, do tread lightly. Like, is this like hoppy? Chocolate. Chocolate in there. A lot of times stouts will be chocolate or coffee. This one's definitely chocolate with like taste of rum on there a little bit. You get that butteriness from the rum on the back end and things like that. But like, speaking of just like tears of our enemies and things like that. It's just like hey, like one company's like, hey, I'm create a wine brand. I don't even know where to start or what to do, what's right, what's wrong. And they come to you guys, what are five things you want to make sure that woman has before they start their brand? Well, I would say it's not about the brand. It's about if you want to seriously start a business, these are things you need to do. You need to have a good, yeah, capital. And even tied to that, you need to have a good accounting system. Okay. So whether you want to don't go cheap and get something free, get you a really good accounting system, get you a good accountant unless you are a really good accountant. Legal. You need to okay. have a good legal team because I do not play about contracts. Like even when we started, we made sure we had contracts. For okay. all of us that were signed. Understand the verbiage in the contract. Exactly. Gotcha. Know what you're committing to. You know, and then I would say, like, this is all before you start saying, let me create a social media platform. You know, and then, like, she was saying, kind of know at the end of the day, what are the top things that you want to achieve, you know, at the end of the day with that business? Like, what is it that you want to learn? What is it that you want to achieve? How do you want to grow? And then the last thing, also know, like, what's your decision to exit? If you decide, like, hey, like you said on those sweatshirts, you had to just go ahead and make a decision and say, you know, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm not going to sell them. Like, what's your thing that's going to make a decision to say, 
you're going to continue to pursue it or you're going to walk away from it. Because otherwise, you're going to waste your time, your money, your energy on something that you feel isn't necessarily going to reap the benefits that you want to reap. So I would say, to me, it's not about a wine brand. It's about commitment to a business and having okay. those right things in place. Oh, perfect, perfect. And then... One thing I'll add is... Go ahead, yeah. Say, has communication been for how important is communication amongst the team I work by myself for the most part so I converse with me myself and I and sometimes me myself and I are on different pages so like I can only imagine if I bring another person in what are some good communication tactics to make sure outside of just making sure everything's rolled out like what are some communication things y'all had to have amongst you guys to make sure like okay like Whoa, we'll get you doing this or you because you doing this. I think because we we've been friends for so long. I mean, you just we gotta know. we're like sisters and we communicate very well with one another. And even like Odessa will know kind of what to do if I'm not, you know, available or present. She can make a decision based on, you know, what would be good for our company because she knows me very well and vice versa. Right. But okay. We always make sure we make decisions. Gotcha. And we always, even in the beginning, when it was all of us together, the four of us, like we had a standing meeting on Sunday. Now sometimes we'll be on Zoom, sometimes we'll be in person, but we just committed to, hey, we're gonna meet on Sundays at this time. Now we get it that schedules will mess up. And people had other things, but we communicated, hey, I can't do this time. But we put it in place that that was reoccurring. So even now with us just being the two of us, we know we did switch it to Mondays. But every Mondays at noon, we know what we're doing and we're talking to each other. You know, So just having that commitment to your partners that you are going to not just be, oh, let, let's just spot in the moment. Can you meet? Can you talk? Like, what's going on? Like, of course, you can talk in text message or a call, but having that commitment to have a meeting and follow up on things is important. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we wrap up, like, what's next with Twisted Sisters? What's the next varietal? Um, what's the next move? What's the next tasting? All that stuff. Well, next tasting is at 7 o'clock tonight. <laughs> there you go. A smashing crab. Uh, we also have um, a champagne and a rose. What was the second part? Rose. Oh, okay. Sparkling or? Ooh. Oh, still the sun. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But we want to be um, at all the brunches. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And how can people keep up with Twisted Sisters? You. Just in case they need their natural natural hair done, you know. Um, how can they keep up with Ogechi and Christy and Twisted Sisters? So we're on Instagram at Twisted Sisters. Okay. Website 
We have everything. We got all of that. YouTube, we got, we got all of them. TikTok, <laughs> we're on, we're on, pretty much. Okay. Perfect, perfect. You heard that here first, folks. Twisted Sisters on all social medias, twistedsisters.com, and that's S I S T U H S dot com or all your favorite social medias TikTok, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah. Place where they send tweets and stuff like that yeah. and Twitter. the book of faces. Um, you all can, that. You can buy our wine online, ship yes. it to your friends. Ooh, okay. Okay. Go to our website, put your zip code in, find a place close to you in the middle of Tennessee. Okay, perfect, perfect. Definitely, like they said. They ship to you, so really no excuse for you no. to not try out Twist Sisters. And you're gonna love it. Um, I'm not a huge wine drinker, and I'm a big fan of their stuff. Um, as always, you know, I'm always drinking beer somewhere. Um, so I expect you guys to be drinking somewhere, drinking somewhere, whether it's your house or a brewery. When you listen to this, watch this, hope you're with your good friends. And you can follow your boy at The Bearded Brother on all social medias. Check out my website, thebeardedbrother.com. And as always, drink up. Woo!